Hi there, and welcome to Dork Wars, the podcast, your galactic hub for all things Star Wars and more. My name is Blake, and I'm here with some of the best hosts in the galaxy. First off, the funny one, Wesley. What's up, my dorks? And we have the commentator, Andrew. Howdy, dorks. And our very own Jedi Archive, Dietrich. Howdy do da, dorks. <laughs> and howdy do da day to you guys. We got some news, man. We've, we've got a lot of good news. We also have an interview that we recorded a few months ago with Mr. Aiden Barton. That's coming up as our main topic. So stay tuned for that. But let's go on and get into some dorky, geeky news. Now hear this. Now hear this. Now hear this. You hear this, whoever you are. Tonight, first up, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. A new trailer release this week for a new Ghostbusters movie. What do you guys think? Have you seen the trailer yet? Oh, yeah. Yep. I have not. Oh, Dietrich. Breaking uh. the, the everybody's story thing. <laughs> Well, it's okay. So it's pretty much everyone hanging out in New York City in the summertime, and then it gets really cold, and then like all the old guys show up. Uh, Santa Claus. Well, Santa Claus is at the end. It sounds like ho ho ho. I, I, yeah, you're right. But uh, Peter Vankman and uh, whoever the other guys are in the Ghostbusters, I can't even think of them right now. <laughs> Paul Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Well, that's the newer guys though. He's not the he's not in the older. Uh, Dead Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson. So Bill Murray plays Vankman. I, I can't think of the other two guys' name in the uh, in the in the actual. Oh, movie. you're talking about their name names their name in, in the, the movie. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. That would be Ray Stantz, Winston Zeddemore, and Peter Vankman. There you go. Yeah, you're right there. You're you're there. I'm glad you did your homework because I did not. Uh, <laughs> but are you guys excited to see a new Ghostbusters? Yes. Long answer. I thought it looked really good. I, I thought that it was awesome. They brought back a lot of the old characters and a lot of the new characters look great too. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Andrew. The The last movie they made, Afterlife, I thought was a very good movie. You know, you, you get the, the newer characters introduced uh, Paul Rudd and Mike from Stranger Things. I can't think of his name right now. All the all the newer characters, um, <laughs> and then you have the old crew come in. It's a good mix, and now it looks like they're kind of doing a joint movie of the new characters, the old characters. They're getting together to do this, so I, I'm pretty pumped. I have to admit, I've never seen any of. The Ghostbuster movies, the old ones or the what? the new ones. What? It, what? But I don't know, man. I don't know. But I watched this trailer and it does seem very intriguing. And I, I'm a big fan of Paul Rudd, so I'll so I'll probably watch it. So we're we're gonna figure out we're gonna figure out how to get Wesley to watch Ghostbusters. Or I, I guess that's December. You know what, Santa Claus? Sorry, dude. We're we're talking Ghostbusters in December because because mm-hmm. Wesley's never seen them. Uh. <laughs> well, so I was going to say, this is kind of wild. I didn't even know there was a, another Ghostbusters that was released in 2021. Yeah, that's Afterlife. I don't know what rock I've been living under. I know. I didn't know that 
even existed so we should definitely try to watch that yeah i've seen it i love afterlife i think it's a great movie the older characters um ray and and vankman and all them they're not in it as much um egon is a ghost because he his uh, actor passed away unfortunately Um, well i assume i'll have to watch that probably to at least understand some of this yeah Afterlife is a very good movie. I don't know what it's streaming on. I have it on Vudu. I bought it. Um, but a very good movie. So I, I enjoyed it. Stream it in Discord. Movie yeah. night at <laughs> Movie night Ooh. on Discord with the dorks. We'll live react. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could do... Yo, let's go to Dietrich. Let's, let's go to Dietrich. Let's do it legally. <laughs> we, yeah. we just volunteered ourselves to go to Dietrich. Yeah, yeah, let's go to Dietrich. Let's go to Dietrich. Hey, hey Dietrich. you guys okay want to come that. over to my house? I just had this. I just had this idea. <laughs> not, uh, not that if you're gonna invite <laughs> no, us. No, I don't think so. I think we're gonna do it someone else's. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, bro. Let's wow. go to. Oh, oh, let's go to Virginia. Yeah. Come on. Take a trip. Come to on. Wesley's house, but just the boys. We're leaving the women and the children <laughs> at home. <laughs> the women and the children too. In other news, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes releases this Thursday. November 17th. And that is a prequel to The Hunger Games. Do, do you guys follow The Hunger Games? You ever seen those movies? Read the books? Whatever. I have done both. I have. I do, and I am. <laughs> and I will. You've <laughs> <laughs> seen the movies? What, Wesley, you seem you seem titillated over there. Are you chopping oh. at the bit? Or... Oh, I'm, I'm titty. T- I can't really. I am <laughs> titty. titty. <laughs> He's titty, baby. He's titty. <laughs> Dang it. Why, why do you pick the word I, I can't, like, articulate? That's so funny. Uh, no, man, it's good. Uh, I, the book came out in 2020, like, during the hi- height of the pandemic. Um, but I ordered it, and I read it. I liked it. It takes place, I think, like, 60 years or 64 years before the um, the, the Hunger Games that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just follows uh, President Snow when he's 18 years old. Surprisingly, he becomes a mentor of the 10th Hunger Games from this girl from District 12. If you have a young fella, 18 years old, with this young woman, uh, there might be, I don't know, some horny action going on. Who knows? Ooh. Oh, are you, are you confirming that there this is, should be uh, rated R or? <laughs> I um I don't want to spoil anything. You have to go watch it and uh, is, 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 and, like, or read it. Then go watch it. Reason to watch this show is for the sex. Well, is he it, doesn't want to spoil it though, so you should probably shouldn't push any further. You should just go watch it. <laughs> yeah, I should. Keep pushing, Blake. Keep pushing. <laughs> I want to know. So, I've never read Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That's the only Hunger Games book I've not read. Um, I've seen the movies. Uh, I think the movies did the books justice. I think they were really good. Obviously, you're never going to get everything out of a movie that you can out of a book. That's just how it goes. But I'm interested to see Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I may even pick up the novel to read before I go and see the movie. I don't believe you. Well, you're a man of culture, I see. Yeah, I got my wine and my cheese and watching Andor. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Star Wars theory. (laughs) Also, on November 17th, 
Super Mario RPG is releasing on the Nintendo Switch a remake of the classic from the GameCube, I believe. Is that is that right, Andrew? I know that you are... Let's go! Oh yeah, that's, that's right. That's super <laughs> exciting. I'm super excited about this. I've been waiting for months for this to just come. Just months, out. maybe not not years. Now it was just announced like a couple of months ago. But you felt it in your heart for years. I, I feel I, f- <laughs> I feel the elation in your soul. I've replayed this game so many times, and apparently, from what I've heard, it's supposed to be a uh, pretty much like a exact remake, just rescanned. Wow. Which I'm super excited about. I'm super excited. Yeah, about man, this. and. I will tell you that I wish more games would do that. They did that with the Spyro series. They did that with Crash Bandicoot. And I think those games went over really well. Remastered, it's the exact same game, just reskinned. Them. Yep, I love them. That's I'm looking for a Battlefield 2 remaster. There's a million games I can yeah. mention right now that I would love to. Battlefront 2, the original from PlayStation 2. KOTOR. Oh, man. Remember when we did a news for KOTOR remake? Now and, it's just not happening. Uh, where's that? Yeah. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> I guess it was just rumors, you know? Yeah. But So I would I would urge, seriously, so anybody who's never actually played, uh, just to give kind of a breakdown of what it is, anybody who's never played or has played all of the Mario games, there's a lot of characters in here that don't exist in other games, there it's kind of like its own world. Uh, this is a JRPG, uh, so it, you take turns. You like choose to attack, defend, use magic, use items. But during combat, after you attack and use magic, you, you still interact with the enemy, and you can block and stuff. So there's, it's not as basic as just, you know, choosing what to do and watching an animation. Yeah. Um, so it's really exciting for anybody who wants to try something like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty stoked, man. I, I like the original Super Mario uh, RPG, and I think I'm going to like this one as well. Uh, Nintendo Switch, man, that is one of the coolest systems that's come out. I know it doesn't have the frame rate or the graphics like the PlayStation 5 or Xbox X Series, whatever the heck they're calling their new stuff. Um, I'm, I'm a PlayStation guy. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but... Nintendo Switch gives you all the nostalgia, man. Like, you can go back and play games from the the first Nintendo system, the first Nintendo Entertainment System, NES, or the SNES, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, Nintendo 64. They even have Sega on there now, the classic stuff from Sega. So, that... Mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance, too. Game Boy Advance, a Game Boy, uh, regular Game Boy, and Game Boy Color is on there as well. I, I'm... That that is the draw for me. I love the new games too. Like Zelda's great. The the newer Pokemon games are fun to play on there. Smash Brothers. I love doing all that stuff. But there is a sense of nostalgia when you can go back and play those uh, other games on those uh, emulated systems. Uh, I find a lot of joy <laughs> back back in the olden days. And I get to show my kids too. The kids the kids love it as well. So it's the best side console I've ever had. Yeah, I agree. Who's your main console? She get jealous? <laughs> <laughs> she does. So Avatar The Last Airbender uh, is coming back out on Netflix. A new series that is just a rehash of the animated series. The original animated series. Let's go! Yes, sir. Ooh, coming ooh, out on ooh, Netflix. Ooh. <laughs> a new trailer just dropped this week as well. 
Like we have had a lot of news this week. Nothing like in the M- not much in the MCU and Star Wars stuff, but more like our kind of niche geekdoms, you know, like our niche fandom stuff. And I believe Avatar falls in that category as well. No cap, it's busting <laughs> on God. <laughs> Bruh. For real, for real, bro. I'm cutting that out. I'm not putting that on podcast. Are you guys crazy? <laughs> I'm not gonna put that in. Come on, let me let, let me uh, be Gen Z. <laughs> so, are you guys excited for no. the new live action Avatar? I am. I'm. I'm optimistic about it, and I particularly like this trailer that Netflix released. Um, I feel like it did. It has like the uh, aesthetics and the the vibe of Avatar was captured, yeah. um, but you know we'll see. We'll see how the uh, acting and choreographing. I tell you, goes. man, we we've been burned uh, one time before on live action Avatar. We got book one, and we never got book two or three. So <laughs> you know, there one was enough. There's, there's some heavy scrutiny that's going to come over the series. And I'm I'm gonna be one of those, man. I mean, bending that's gotta be hard to animate. As naturally as they the uh the characters bend their elements, fire and earth, wind and water, it's gotta be really hard to translate that in a live action series. And one of the biggest one of the biggest uh problems with the Avatar The Last Airbender movie by uh M. Night Shyamalan was Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Ding Dong, was the graphics. Like, nothing looked real. Um, even yeah. even the beginning, when you see uh, Sokka and Katara in the North Pole, it looks like someone has, like, a cardboard ice iceberg, and they're kind of pulling it by a rope across the, the backdrop of the scene. That that is ex- That is how that movie looks. So I'm really hoping that Netflix has taken pains... To, to really get the bending right, to get the backdrops right, to get the world right. Because the environment is very important in, in an Avatar story. Well, how'd you feel about the trailer? Because all of that was revealed in the trailer. I, I liked it for the most part. Tra- trailers to me sometimes highlight the best of a series. And if I've seen all the highlights in the trailer, when I watch the actual content, I- I'm a little disappointed. Well, I don't think that's the case here. I hope not. I mean, we didn't see a whole lot, but they showed one of each of the types. Except I don't think I... Yeah, I, I, there was wind. Was there wind? Yeah, there was airbending. Well, I know... Uh, th- th- one note I would like to say is... Is it Appa? Appa, right? yeah. Appa. Appa. One thing I do want to mention is that Appa um, didn't really look great in the one scene I saw. Scene. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, he stood out to me too. As and you don't want that to stand out, you know. So are yeah. we, we going to bully the uh, studios at Netflix, kind of like we did with uh, Sonic, and get them? To, <laughs> we have to. Yeah, get get them to make opera right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they did a great job with Sonic, though. They did. I mean, as soon as soon as the fans were like, "Dude, Sonic doesn't have teeth like that and look super ultra horror scary." No, they, they did a great job. I, sometimes you get these trailers and everything in the series is not complete. So I, I, I'm not going to hold it against yeah. them yet. Let's let the series come out. But please, please take pains 
with these characters, the creatures, the the effects in this show, because that's really what's going to bring it home. An, an Avatar series, the last Airbender series, is going to have to do that. I like the music choice they chose for the... The trailer. The trailer really had good feels. And I'm hoping that it's, it's the live-action series that we want. It's I don't know that I've ever really wanted a live-action series for this, this show before. But if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Yeah, I would say that the cartoon is really just... Or not, cartoon. Is cartoon the correct word? Is that Oh, no. It's a, it's a, well, I th- some people consider it an anime. It came out on Nickelodeon. It's a cartoon. Well, the... The original, it's going to be hard to beat. So, in my opinion, what's the point of doing something if you're not going to be able to match or beat? Like, yeah. is that what the last? Is that what M Night Shyamalan thought he was going to do? I mean, yeah, he he was, know. dude. Okay, look, M Night Shyamalan messed up when he thought that Aang's name was pronounced Ong. You think so? Yeah, that was that was the first misstep. As soon as they said Ong, I was like, who the heck is that? That's Aang. Have you ever watched the original <laughs> series? They've never once said Ong in the entire show. You're just going to re-pronounce the name. You're just going to recreate the entire... He's Aang. Like, what What are you doing? No, but that movie came out, like, right at, at the height of, like, Avatar popularity, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just trying to, like, make a real movie off of its popularity. So, the movie comes out two years after the original series ends... There's still some hype on it. The the people who watch the show are really into the show. I mean, I was totally into it. It was for my age group. I grew up watching Avatar The Last Airbender. I went to go see the movie and was so excited. <laughs> and I left that theater so sad. You don't have to revisit this, Blake. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd rather <laughs> do this with my therapist, but you guys are here, so yeah, um, yeah. My I know belly it hurts. Was full of popcorn, and I'd heard the word "ong" thirty-five times at least. <laughs> it's like they forgot; like they couldn't use pronouns. It could be like, "Hey, hey, hey, ong, how are you doing?" They're like, "Hey, ong, how is ong doing? Are you ong, 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 ong?" ong? It was like, "Oh my god, shut up!" Like, I'm not. That might have been prime like Ong Bok time too, man. So maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Why do you, why do you change the pronunciation of the main character's name? I, I know I've already ranted about this. I just can't get over that. But obviously, the the movie did not do well enough to warrant two more sequels that were supposed to happen. So hopefully, the Netflix series gets this thing right because we, even on this podcast. We four are big Avatar The Last Airbender fans. Grant is as well, who's not on tonight. We, we did a whole series. Go back and listen to our, our Avatar The Last Airbender animated review. Uh, we did probably a year ago now or so. We love this series. So please, Netflix, please do it justice. Uh, Kind of on topic. There was an Avatar game that came out in September that has mostly negative reviews. Thank, thank you for further destroying <laughs> destroying how I feel about Avatar The Last Airbender. Sorry. Um, Andrew, what are, you, are you trying to make yeah. me sad? Like, what is going on? Yeah, we did that Avatar series in August of 2022. Aha! So it was a year ago, at least. More. 
Dork Wars the Podcast has a merchandise store. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Open up this door. We've got Dork Wars the t-shirt, Dork Wars the hoodie, Dork Wars the coffee mug, and yes, we even have Dork Wars the swaddling blanket. That's not true. We, we have nothing to put your babies in. But we do have a lot of new designs on our merchandise store. So check that out at dorkwarspodcast.com. There you can find everywhere we stream. You know, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Stitcher, everywhere that you find your podcast. We are there. You can also find the merchandise store that has all of our new designs. We have some new embroidered hats, some new beanies. Some new hoodies. We got some new stuff out there. So check out DorkWarsPodcast.com for all your Dork Wars apparel needs. Dork Wars the Podcast is part of the Subculture Podcast Network. This show is part of the Subculture Podcast Network. For pop culture and entertainment podcasts, go to bio.link slash subculture pod network. Prepare to be entertained. So tonight, we are going to do a little bit of a rewind. We recorded an interview with Mr. Aiden Barton a couple months ago about his role in Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. He played Baby Luke and Leia. And no, I did not ask him how it felt to kiss himself in um, Empire Strikes Back. I really wanted to. But he wouldn't know because he wasn't alive. So stay tuned and enjoy our interview with Mr. Aiden Barton, one of the stars of Revenge of the Sith. So tonight on Dork Wars, the podcast, we have Aiden Barton of Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith fame, Baby Luke and Leia. How's it going, Aiden? It's going great. Uh, thanks again for having me. Um, this will be my first podcast and first time really talking about this with other people. So it's a cool experience. Oh, wow. I feel honored. I do. Yeah. I, this Your is... first time was with Dork Wars the podcast. Yeah, basically. Awesome stuff. Episode three is probably one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing that one in theaters with like all my friends when I was 16. It was definitely yeah. the best prequel by far. I'd have to agree. I'm I'm kind of biased, but um, I I just love it. I, the prequels are some of my favorite movies out there. I love how uh, like the the teenagers, early twenty year olds, that kind of generation, y'all all kind of came up with it. So I love the prequels. I think they're still great. Whatever. I I I just don't hear the haters about them anymore. Really, especially compared to some of the other content we have now. So, and then of course, Revenge of the Sith. I think that's like. I would even put that up there with the original trilogy as far as like quality. I would too. Aiden, what is your, what are your views on the prequel trilogy as a whole? I mean, I'm a big fan. I grew up uh, watching it as it's kind of a, a novelty. I don't remember the first time I was told that I was in it, but it's something that I've seen so many times um, with family and and friends it's always a fun experience getting to the end of revenge of the sith and just being able to say hey that's me has being a part of star wars had any effect on your life whatsoever has it changed anything uh yeah i mean i've always kind of kept it as a fun secret with friends and 
uh, family, but it's not something I go gloating and, and sharing, but it is a really fun like fact and topic point when I want to bring it up and with someone close. Um, cause there's always those secret fans out there that when I tell them it just blows their mind and it's yeah. pretty cool just watching that. Um, but other than that, no, no major, major changes up until recently when I made that post, um, I've been getting a ton of, of like reaching out to me and, um, people wanting to get my signature and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm excited to see where that goes. I imagine him sitting in a group of like new college kids, just like getting to know each other. What's one fun fact about yourself? He's like, I was in star Wars. Yeah. The, when I told my roommate for the first time, he got really mad at me cause I brought it up so subtly. We went to buy posters for our room at the, the local poster store and I picked up a uh, like an Attack of the Clones poster, and he's like, "Oh, do you like Star Wars?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a fan. Like, I was in it when I was younger." Um, and then just kept talking, and <laughs> it took him a second to process it. And he was pretty mad at me. He was like, "What the fuck? Like, why didn't you tell me?" Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. If if I was in Star Wars, I, I would be telling everybody. I think you're a better man than me. I'd I'd have it on everything. But um, Aiden did make a Facebook post on one of the groups I'm a part of, and I'm glad you I'm glad you reached out because that's how I got connected with you. So, have you ever met any of the other Star Wars cast? Have you met anyone else who's been in Star Wars? When I was a uh, baby on set, I may or may not have met some of the actors there, <laughs> but other than that, um, I, I really haven't. Uh, back when Mark Hamill tweeted about me like a couple of years ago, right before COVID hit, my mom was in contact with his, um, assistant and we were going to try to get something together. Cause I live a good 30 minutes away from him. Wow. And the day I was supposed to go over to his house and have like kind of a meetup and lunch with him, the COVID restrictions came into play, um, which was really unfortunate. So I haven't had any contact with him since, and it's kind of been dead. But I'm going to have my mom reach out sometime soon. Hopefully we can reignite what was supposed to happen, but we'll see. If I could beat Mark Hamill, I think that would be a highlight of my life. I, Luke Skywalker is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Yeah, I mean, that is that is fantastic. Diedrich? I would, I would counter his best acting has been Joker. Oh, yeah. Oh, his voice acting? Yeah. Definitely. I'd, I'd have to agree with you there. But I, I have mad respect for him as both, but I got to say, like, out of the two, I think going back and, and seeing some of those old Batman series as an adult, I'm pretty blown away by what he brought to an animated Joker. Dude, I think Mark Hamill really came into his own after Star Wars. I don't I don't want to take anything away from his performance in Star Wars. He did a fantastic job, but I don't know. He When I think Joker, I think Mark Hamill. And when I think Luke Skywalker, I also think. <laughs> I, I, feel like you, I feel like you had more to add on to that. So I was trying to give I it a not. little. I had, yes, I I did not. I had nothing to add on to that. I, I didn't feel like that was a complete. It, like, done it, it, it might not have been. <laughs> so, Aiden, would you say you're a fan of Star Wars as a whole? Uh, are you? Are you just? Are you hardcore? Are you a casual fan? Have you just seen the originals? Have you just seen the sequels? Have you just seen the prequels? Like, what? Where are you at on the spectrum of Star Wars fan? 
I'm definitely a casual fan. Um, I've seen every movie, but if you were to ask me trivia and get into specifics, I probably wouldn't know as much as your typical hardcore fan would. Um, the only movie I haven't seen is is the rest of Solo. Me and my dad walked out of it. Um, we just weren't having a good time and had some yeah. other things to do. Um, but other than that, I, I love I love Star Wars. I'm not a big fan of the uh, recent movies, but the prequels and the original just are amazing movies. I think you will find a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of friends off of that statement. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's, I mean, what I've heard from hardcore fans. I mean, there there are folks that I've I've had those who I. I I like Solo as a whole. It was a good movie. I don't think it was a fantastic Star Wars movie. I think it was a good movie in and of itself. But the originals, of course, just fantastic. The prequels, I think, are a great series of movies. I think they lead into the original trilogy very well. The sequels, uh, we've we've had discussions about that on our show and as a whole, I just don't think they, they work together as a good series. I like elements of the sequel trilogy, but yes, as a whole, I think it's it's not a cohesive uh, trilogy. But that's a pretty common belief shared amongst the fandom. Yeah, I believe so as well. And what do you think about the direction that Star Wars is going as a franchise right now? Do you watch those shows or, or do you just kind of just stick to the movies? Like, what do you think? Star Wars is doing now. Do, do you approve? Do you, do you like where it's going? I haven't seen the Bad Batch, but I, I did um, watch a lot of Mandalorian, and I really enjoyed enjoy that show. It did feel kind of a uh, repetitive in the first season. A lot of just show up on a planet, get a side right. quest, complete it, get an objective, and just repeat and recycle. Um, and I'm actually mid season two, so I'm I'm enjoying that. It's uh, taking more of a plot focus, which is which is great. But I haven't yeah. seen any of the uh, other animated shows. I've been recommended The Clone Wars and a bunch of others. So I might I might get into it if I if I run dry with my other shows. I would I would go out on a limb and say Clone Wars has some of the best Star Wars period in it. And if you really like the prequels, it will really add to your love of the prequels. If you yeah, check, especially like seasons like three to four and and further, they really yeah. take an adult theme past the first couple ones that are kind of childish yeah i heard it does have a very strong like adult focus to it like a lot of like politics and um just the deep subject matter which is something i'm interested in i i might pick that up because i'm watching plenty of shows right now um just all over the place so if i finish up (laughs) then i'll definitely um get into it yeah that's awesome and look you gotta you gotta bear with the first like two and a half three seasons because they they they're a little they're a little more for the kids. They they really are, but they really came into their own. I think when Darth Maul was reintroduced, mm-hmm. that is my favorite point of the show. After that, it is like full on awesomeness. Uh, so that show's amazing. Rebels as well is kind of like the sequel to Clone Wars a little bit. It's so so definitely check those out if you get a chance, Aiden. I, I definitely recommend those. So how did you get your role as baby Luke and Leia? How, how did that happen? I, what's the story here? So I was born up in Marin, and at the time, my dad was the film editor for Revenge of the Sith. 
so Mar or uh, George was talking to my dad one day, and they were talking about the scene, uh, the separation, and they were going to use a like a baby doll. And since I'd just been born, my dad had mentioned that, hey, why don't we just bring Aiden in? He's brand new. Like we can just use him, get the close-ups that we want. Because at the <laughs> time, they weren't going to be able to do that. Um, because with a doll, you can't get that that detail and the, those close shots. So they brought me in, uh, shot the scenes they wanted. My mom was on set as well. She was the one holding me in the, uh, the scene of Tatooine. Um, but yeah. That's that's basically how I got it. I need wow. to add something real quick because I hadn't remembered this being the case, but I was going to be critical and be like, man, you know, because a lot of the times when they show babies on screen of any film or TV show, they're a little not fresh, right? They're a little bit too, like, perfectly shaped, mm-hmm. not really all that bloody. It doesn't look like an actual live birth. And both Blake and I are fathers. We we, we know what happens, and it's, it's pretty uh pretty graphic. It is. Yeah. So I went back and watched the scene that you were in, thinking I was going to be critical of that point. But they actually do a pretty good job of kind of making you look kind of nasty. That that yeah. actually wasn't me in that scene. Oh, uh, yeah. that wasn't me. Yeah. So I'm the uh, the only the only scenes I'm in is after that when I'm being held on um, Tatooine, and then I okay, forget so what other part. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, heck, who is that baby? I have no idea who that is. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let's find that one. Get him on the show. Get me out of here. Who the heck is that? They they look nasty and really good. Let's get y'all all together. Just... Yeah. Um, the only time I've ever been sent any fan mail was a couple years ago. My my dad's business that he started with with one of his friends. They uh they ran like kind of their their center out of a um apartment just because it was cheaper than renting a full on office. And a, a letter showed up one day. And they were asking for my signature, and somehow they they stalked through uh, my entire family and got to that business address. And after all that, they sent the wrong photo, and they sent a photo printed out, glossy of the scene in the hospital room. And I just wrote back on the back of it, I'm like, "This is not me. I'm sorry," and just sent it back <laughs> to them. Uh, never got anything else from them, but Ball it's kind of a funny. Man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, this isn't me. Sorry, send a better picture next time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, do you have any any aspirations? Would you like to be in another Star Wars project? If they were to reach out, do you have those connections? Do you, Do you think that it's possible that Aiden Barden will ever be in another Star Wars? I think it's definitely an option. Um, it's a question I get asked a lot, and since my dad still is in the film business, he has a full time job at disney right now um so if if it's something that they want to do and they want to get me back in the in the series then i'd, I'd be 100 percent down i haven't acted since i was a uh, very young not not the full baby but um it, it'd be a while but i'd be totally into it we'd be totally into seeing you that'd be awesome i do know you also had a uh, role in pirates of the caribbean as an extra as well so was that your last acting experience yeah, that would be my last acting experience. That was more kind of a fun, uh, yeah. just on set kind of day. The only the only time I'm on screen is just like an ant running across in this giant crowd. Um, but it was awesome being on screen and and just having that experience. I got to meet Johnny Depp um, and hang out with him for a while. Pretty freaking cool <laughs> to meet Johnny Depp and to 
be on Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So Pirates of the Caribbean, Star Wars, Aiden Barton's got it all. Yeah, I'm just uh we can make it more. Hopefully I'm in another Star Wars movie sometime soon. Yeah. Let uh, me ask a question. If that were to happen, what kind of character would you like to play? Ooh, that's a good question. Um I don't know. I'd I'd love to be a um a Jedi. That'd be pretty sick. But I as long as I could be in the movie, I'd have no preference. Um, if they can put me on the screen, they can put me as a uh, a bartender or a, an extra. I wouldn't care. We don't serve droids in here. So, Aiden, do you have any upcoming appearances, any upcoming projects, anything that you're involved in? What do you have going on now? Where can we find you? Like, what's where is Aiden Barton at? Uh, right now, um, photography is my, my big passion, um, majoring in film at CU Boulder. Um, but very, very passionate about photography. That's something I've been getting really into and, and have been over my entire life. And this summer is going to be a big one. I have plenty of trips planned. So a lot of content coming from that. Um, post most of my stuff, just to Instagram, uh, no YouTube channel, nothing like that, but handle. Yeah, sure. It's uh, Aiden.cr3. Aiden.cr3. Definitely check that out. Aiden, it was great to have you on the show. Awesome to talk with you about your experience on Star Wars. Of course. uh, And of course, I know you don't remember being on set, being with the the Star Wars. But the effect that it's had on you as a person, it's great to talk about that. And uh, Diedrich, you got any final questions for, uh, for Aiden? Um, only facetious ones, and it's how is playing both a boy and a girl at the same time? <laughs> uh, I've been I've been made fun of, kind of just teased in college and stuff for that. Um, but it's 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 funny. Like I'm the only character who's played both Luke and Leia, and maybe even two characters in the Star Wars universe in the same movie. So it's a it's a pretty cool fun fact. So Aiden, I did hear about your dogs. Uh, you have a dog named Leia, correct? Yeah, I do. Yes. Do you have another dog named Luke, though? I don't. Um, when Leia was was super young, she was the the model for the Clifford movie. So they did all the 3D scans and they did all the uh, the filming with her. So my dad just put in for the lotto through a friend who was working on the movie. And when the movie ended, we got her and she was part of our family. And it just had to be Leia. Do they do that in the film industry? They use a dog for scans or just in the movie, and then they just adopt them out. Is that is that usually what happens? I don't I don't know. I... Yeah, it's it's usually a lotto for the people who worked on the film, and everyone wanted her. She was a hot commodity in the in the uh, department. Everyone was putting in for her, and somehow we just got lucky. And the the trainer kind of gets to decide at the very end, and they saw us as a good fit, so they put her with us. That is fantastic. So awesome. Aiden, again, I hope you and Leia are doing well. Wish you all the success in college, and hopefully we will see you in a new Star Wars soon. So take it easy, Aiden. Thank you for being on the show. Yes, thank you. So let's turn it over to Master Yoda for the word of the week. There is more knowledge here than anywhere else in the galaxy. Mmm, babies, the word of the week is. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's not too out of pocket, Master. I mean, most of the time, you're just kind of here, there, and everywhere. So, yeah, babies. Aiden Barton played a very good baby Luke and Leia. Very cute. I I bought it. I bought it the whole time. Yes. Very good he was. Soft skin. A very supple baby butt he had. Uh, that's a little weird, Master. I just... No. Held him, I did. When he was so small. You know, did you hold your own child this closely? No child have I. What have you heard? Nothing, nothing. I'm just saying, I mean, there's there's another little Baby Yoda creature. I mean, people even called him Baby Yoda. In the Mandalorian, I mean, Grogu is... No. Talk about him, you do not. My son, he is not. No proof do you have. No, you're right. I don't, I don't have any proof of that. I mean, you just look very similar. Unless the milkman was a little green swamp thing. I don't see how he's not your child. All right, well... In that case, we'll just end it right here. Thank you guys for listening to another great episode of Dork Wars the Podcast. Thank you, Aiden Barton, for coming on and being your great sport and fielding our questions and just talking about your experience with Star Wars. So, of course, check us out on DorkWarsPodcast.com. Check us out on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, X, Twix, whatever you want to call it, Instagram. We're everywhere. Check out the Subculture Podcast Network. And thank you. And may the Force be with you. Thank you for supporting Dork Wars the Podcast. You can check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Dork Wars the Podcast. And if you would like to join in on the discussion or maybe suggest topics for us to discuss, please do so by joining our Discord community or sending us an email at dorkwarspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Earth to Blake production.